Macarena, 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 Welcome back, Pia Pia This episode, we are going to get a little bit darker. We are going to talk about some of the paranormal experiences that we may or may not have had. I am going to feature the Sipsy, her motherfucking self, Mercedes, and we got the one and the only Emanuel, who also wanted to be introduced as special celebrity guest Emmanuel James. Yeah, okay. You're welcome. We're going to talk about some of the paranormal experiences that we may or may not have had, and you guys can decide on whether or not these were accurate experiences or whether we are just delusional as fuck. Probably a little bit of both. I wouldn't doubt it. If any of y'all know me, y'all know that I dabble just to incy beansy. Get the fuck out of here. Go. No. Go. Y'all hear this bitch? Go. Get the... I'll be right back. And I'm back. Sorry, guys. Had to put them fucking pussycats away because they were interrupting my recording time. No, no, no. Daddy's got to record. Get the fuck out of here. Where the fuck was I? If any of y'all know me at all, y'all know that I used to dabble a little bit into the satanic worshipping. I thought that shit was cool as fuck. I don't know why. I just gravitated towards the darkness. I just have loved every single second of it. My friend Amber Ivy and I, the one that y'all heard on episode one, How Far is the Nearest Orphanage, her and I were really into that shit. I think I was into it a little bit deeper than her, but we both wanted to engage in study Sundays, learn some black magic, you know, get back at some fucking fuckers that we did not like, you know, just fun shit. I used to doubt, I mean, I wasn't sitting here slaughtering babies and chopping off goat heads, but whatever. All of that sounds like a fucking good time. Everybody also seems to think that it stemmed from my family themselves because, you know, like when you're a kid and you wake up on Saturday morning and you got them fucking movie cartoons on and shit. Yeah, I didn't have that. We woke up in the mornings every fucking day. It didn't matter what day of the week it was. We were watching Jaws. We were watching Nightmare on Elm Street. We were watching Friday the 13th. We were watching Halloween. We were watching Hellraiser, nothing but horror films, ghost hunters, stuff like that. That's what we did. My aunt was deep into the horror stuff, and me and my cousin Elisa would sit and just watch that shit with her, and we just relished in it. We loved it. Now my cousin's a little weenie, and she's terrified of every fucking thing. She's so, um, what's that word? When you believe in, she's so fucking superstitious. Yeah, she believes you're going to get possessed by watching a horror film. Yeah, we grew up watching nothing but horror films and being really interested into that stuff. So we, it stuck. So it stuck. And Emmanuel seems to think that he's not as fucked up as I am because he grew up watching cartoons like his X-Men, his Batman, Superman, whatever the hell he watched on Saturday mornings like every child should. Newsflash, buddy. You are just as fucked up, and I had a better time than you did. Sounds like someone's jelly. Anyway, yeah, back to what's important. So I did sit down with Sipsy Mercedes and Emmanuel this week, and I recorded a little bit with them, and they talk about their little paranormal experiences that they have had. And, you know, we just get into the combo. Um, I have good equipment coming tomorrow, guys. We getting bumped up. Yeah, I have good quality equipment coming tomorrow, so the recordings will be better. 
bear with me. We're on episode fucking four. Just have patience. Hold your damn houses, okay? I mean, y'all are really here to listen to me anyway, right? <laughs> right? Right? Blink twice. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, Mercedes is going to get into the conversation and she is going to tell us a little bit about her first little encounter that she believes to be paranormal, something about she was in my parents' room and the DVD players started acting crazy, opening and closing, and it scared the bitch. So let's hear about what she has to say about that. So my first paranormal experience that I would consider it actually being my first experience, um... I was home by myself, everyone was gone, no idea why, and my house is already haunted, like we got some demons living up in here, I don't know, and one night, it was already like getting late, and I decided to walk into my parents' room, and I hate that room, I mean, like I get this really, like, like this really terrible feeling, as if something doesn't want me in there. So I just don't go in there. I'm like, alright. So I decided one night, home by myself, to walk into the room. Don't know why I did it. And I was looking in my mom's mirror. And like I said, don't know why I did it, but I did. They have a DVD player, which they don't use. They only used it when, way back then, when DVDs were still a thing. And the DVD player turned on, and the tray part, I actually don't know what it's called, but I was going to say the tray was opening and closing constantly. And, I mean, it could have been, like, just it being old and, you know, doing its thing, but that's never happened before. And it wasn't stopping, it was like constantly happening. Like I get it, if it happened once or twice and stopped, then it's like, okay, maybe that was just a little issue, don't know what that was, but it was not stopping. So I got scared and I went into my living room, closed all the doors that lead to that room and started blasting music, hoping that it would scare the demons away. <laughs> I was just like trying to distract myself because I was so scared of like what it was, who it was, and so I did that. And maybe like an hour and a half, almost two hours later, I went back in and obviously it had stopped. And I was just like, oh, I was like, maybe this demon's trying to flirt. Like, maybe he wants to watch a movie with me. I mean, I was scared. <laughs> that was my first. I guess you could say paranormal experience. And there you have it. Mercedes walked into my parents' room in the dark for whatever reason, and the DVD player was going bonks. It was opening, it was closing, it was opening, it was closing. She didn't check to see if it was plugged in or not, so she didn't know if it was just malfunctioning because, you know, DVD players are now fossils in our existence. But something was going on. I'm assuming it was maybe dark in the house because my father did not pay the electricity bill. No judging. And she probably didn't even know how to work the shit because she was so damn little. And like I said, DVD players are now extinct. Um, which is funny because my grandmother still has DVD player and VHS combos in her bedroom. Let it fucking go. Okay? You pay for Netflix, Hulu, HBO. We all watch it. Let the DVD player fucking go. 
go. Ugh. But yeah, so then, um, so let me go ahead and tell you guys about one of my experiences. So one of my first experiences with the paranormal, well, let me think, okay. Oh, so my very first experience with the paranormal, I was in high school. I, you know, was at that time being a badass kid. I moved in with my grandmother and I had came home from school on the city bus because I rode the city bus. I refused to ride the fucking Twinkie around town. So yeah, I rode the city bus and I got home from school and I ended up falling asleep, which is, ugh, let me tell you, I cannot stand fucking naps. I wake up so damn pissed. Everything in the world irritates the fuck out of me. If it is not time to go to sleep, like, do not let me sleep because I will wake up and hate the fuck out of you. You will wish that this demon right here was not summoned, okay? Anyways, so I woke up from my nap. It was 9 p.m. The light was on. I fell asleep with the light on because, you know, I was being a badass kid wasting electricity. So I wake up and I'm sitting up on the bed and I'm about to get up to go use the bathroom. And I see my grandmother, Karen, sitting on my bedroom floor. So mind you guys, we had the type of closets where the closet doors were mirrors from like top to bottom and they just slid, you know, who doesn't like a fucking body mirror in the room? So she was sitting on my floor, crisscross fucking applesauce and brushing her hair. And I was like, bitch, what are you doing on my floor brushing your hair? Like, no, uh, uh, get up, get the fuck out of here and be on your motherfucking way. Why are you not going out and getting us dinner? Come get it together. Fuck. Anyway, so then I ended up going to the bathroom and, you know, had like a moment to myself because I had a, you know, I had just woke up. I'm pissed as shit. A whole fucking day wasted. So yeah, I come out of the bathroom and I go into the dining area of the house and my cousin and my grandmother, we were the only ones who lived there at the time. So my cousin and my grandmother were sitting at the kitchen table eating KFC. Finger licking good delicious but yeah they were sitting at the table eating kfc and i was like bitch what the fuck were you doing sitting on my floor crisscross applesauce brushing your hair and my motherfucking room with probably my motherfucking brush giving me your motherfucking lice hell nah i should have just shaved that bitch's head right there i was livid and my cousin has the audacity must have been in the motherfucking chicken leg because she had the, she was like, what are you talking about, stupid? Because we've been sitting here eating our KFC, having dinner, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, uh, must be fucking nice for one and two, bitch. No, Karen was sitting on my motherfucking floor brushing her dome, you know, having her dry ass weave fall all over my motherfucking floor. And she has her own damn mirrors in her own bedroom. Like, stay the fuck out of my foyer. Okay, I don't go into your foyer and start messing with your shit. Get out of here. Skedaddle. Hasta luego. Hasta la vista. Bye. Yeah. But then I thought about it and I'm like, hmm, you know, my grandmother does not walk into our bedrooms without knocking 10 million times and waiting for our response. And she also would not sit on my floor because the bitch wouldn't be able to get back up. So that was weird, you know. I didn't understand why at the time, if a ghost was going to clone somebody in my family to show itself to me, why it would be her, you know, I wouldn't have been mad if she cloned herself as me. You know, I'm a little bit more interesting. I'm a little bit more cute. I didn't understand it. I think that was one of my first paranormal experiences. 
or delusions. Either way, I saw what I fucking saw, and I had KFC. I sat down, I got me some mashed potatoes, I got me some JoJo fries, I got me some boneless chicken, because I don't like anything with a bone, and I'm pretty sure I had the whole fucking gallon of coleslaw, because I love coleslaw. And yeah, that was my night. So for Emmanuel's experience, he is going to talk about how he grew up in a two-story, basically needing to be condemned home, and how he used to piss in the trash can because he was scared to go upstairs and use the restroom. So apparently he heard things on the stairs, he got scared, let him tell you the fucking story. But here is Emmanuel James in the flesh telling you about his little experience that he has. Okay, guys, so for my first experience, uh, we lived in an ugly, dilapidated house, falling down, broke as shit. It was not suitable for children to be living in. If CPS knew what kind of environment we were living in, we would have been taken away ASAP. But anyways, that house was like, basically it was four bedrooms, but really there was only actually two, because the other two rooms weren't actually complete rooms. And then it had it upstairs, obviously. Um, And the upstairs was weird and creepy and the house is just creepy in general so me at night being a kid waking up at all times of the night because i'm retarded and just wake up all the time because i wake up at the witching hour i don't know and and then because i was afraid to go to the bathroom or whatever i used to pee in the trash can <laughs> the kitchen's trash can because i was too retarded about going to the bathroom and i don't know so one night i decided to go do my business in the kitchen trash can and not in the bathroom and the stairs, I heard footsteps on the stairs. Now the stairs, there's nobody on it. And the stairs used to be, the upstairs used to be my brother's bedroom. I was thinking maybe he was up there being retarded and trying to scare me or something. But I kept hearing them and it, it got louder and louder. But I didn't see anybody there. So I was kind of like, um, yeah, this is creepy as hell. I'm going to hurry up and finish my, or stop my business and just take off and go run to the living room and try to fall asleep. And that wasn't end of that story for my first one that was like i said footsteps got louder and it was just weird and nobody was there and that was that okay so yeah emmanuel was too scared to go upstairs and use the bathroom so he peed in the trash can i'm sure that went well every time his family went to go dump the trash but yeah he was scared to go upstairs because he swore that some big bitch was on the stairs you know, trying to scare him, like, damn, let this bitch in the afterlife, thick or not thick, come down and get herself a snack. Why you scared, bruh? Come on, should have whipped her up something real quick, handed her something, smacked her ass on the way up to the bathroom. Come on, get it together. But yeah, um, so now Mercedes has a, another story for us. In this story, she is going to tell us how she was just, you know, laying there, minding her own damn business on her little futon. Um, and letting everything hang out. She was breathing like she loves to breathe. And she looked back at it, you know, like we all naturally do, and saw some bitch just watching her. Wanted to take it her, touch it her, something to her. But this bitch was just hanging out. So Mercedes is going to tell us that story right now. So I would say that my scariest experience or just the one that 
I clearly remember something that I tell everyone when they're when they ask me, "Oh, have you experienced like ghosts or anything?" I always tell this one because like I wasn't like now that I talk about it, I'm not scared. But in the moment, I was just like, "This is kind of odd." Um, but first of all, before I get into that story, I see like shadow people all the time, like around my home. I see them and it doesn't scare me anymore. I was kind of like, oh, I know you, like, I'm used to it. But this was my first time seeing like, like a ghost, I guess you could say. Like it was my first time seeing the facial features, you know, seeing the eyes, nose, mouth. Like now I could tell you what the ghost had looked like, like it was crazy. Um, but one night, so I don't have a bed. Um, I had broken my bed, probably because I'm obese, and I threw myself on it, like, every single night, so it broke, and my dad moved one of the futons, which if you don't know what a futon is, it's like a couch that turns into a bed, just wanted to throw that in there, he put the futon that was in the living room in my room, just as something to sleep on, you know, while we look for a more sturdier bed for my weight and um so I was always too lazy to put the like backside down so it makes a bed so I slept on it as a couch very stupid because I had no room to move but um I did that and I have two windows in my room and one of the windows didn't have like a curtain so like the moonlight was shining in so my room with all the lights off you could still see because of like the light coming from outside the moonlight i guess you could say i don't know and um so with me being on the futon there's not really a lot of space to move around like you're kind of stuck in one position so i slept on my stomach and you know it's already late at night you know everyone's asleep and all of my doors are closed i have my fan on because i literally sweat when i sleep it's so terrible um, so I'm laying there and I start hearing like noises in my room and my eyes are obviously closed. Like I'm trying not to think too much about it. I'm like, okay, whatever. And, um, I kept hearing the noises. So I look over my shoulder. I look over my left shoulder. I'm sleeping on my stomach. So I look over my left shoulder and there's this ghost. It was a, maybe a teenager or like a young female adult who was like, like, I don't know how to explain it. She was kind of, she was standing and she was leaning down, looking at me, sleep, like just looking at me. And I saw her face for like a second before I quickly turned and faced the wall because I was so scared. Like, it freaked me out. And I just remember her just watching me. And she had, the thing is, she looked like your basic, you know, conjuring, you know, movie ghost. And it's weird, so I feel like people, like, don't believe me when I say it, but I don't even, like, believe it. At first, I didn't. At first, I was like, did I just see that? But, um, I remember she was pale, but that could have been, like, the light shining through the window. And she had long black hair. It was kind of straight, a little bit wavy, but I could see her face. Like, it wasn't covering her face. And she was in a white like gown you know and that's what I saw and I quickly looked away and I was like that all night I refused to look back 
over my shoulder because I was thinking to myself, I was like, okay, if I look back over my shoulder and she's right there, what do I do? Like, I probably would have freaked out a lot more if I looked back and she was still there. Because then it's kind of like, okay, you know what? You're still here. Um, you thirsty? I mean, I kind of ate all the snacks, but I got some water. Like, what do I do? Um, but then I felt like, okay, if I look back and she wasn't there, where did she go? Or did I just see that? Like, am I crazy? So that really freaked me out. And I stayed in that position all night. I refused to look behind me, look around me. And when I woke up, my closet door was open. Like, just, just like a little bit, though. It, was, um, it wasn't fully open. And I always leave my closet door closed because I get, like, a weird feeling from there. So I feel like she came from there. Seeing that kind of made me realize, okay, maybe I really did see that. Um, and just, like, sitting here and saying this, I can picture her. And it's creepy. It's the most, like, realist. Like, I have no idea. Because <laughs> she looked like a person. Um, she looked like she came out of a pond or something. Well, that girl was probably sweating up in my closet waiting for me to go to sleep. Because that closet is small and it gets really hot in there. That girl was probably suffering. But <laughs> that was the most, I guess, crazy thing that I saw. And that will forever be one of the scariest paranormal experiences. <laughs> scariest experience yet girl just wait if my house is haunted or your house is haunted or whatever's going down we about to see some shit this is not the end so we're going to check back in with emmanuel emmanuel has another story that he is going to share with us sound by these stories sounds like we having fun let's see what else the fuck he had to say Okay, guys, and this is the biggest one, the major one, the one I should have just said from the get-go, because this is the most off-the-chain, off-the-wall, whatever experience. So this was back when I moved into Elisa's grandma's house when we had first gotten together, and there she was the first owner of that home, you know, so there was no, it wasn't like a home that she bought from somebody or whatever rented from somebody. It was, she was the first owner of that home, so there was no telling that oh yeah it's going to be um haunted or anything like that because she was the only owner of that house you know well anyways like i said so um i was living there and everything like that and um they all kind of said that they would see things or hear things but i mean not like to the extent it was just kind of like oh we think it's haunted but or like it might be on the grounds of being haunted or something i don't know so one night i wake up and i go to use the bathroom and i use the bathroom and as i'm coming back out of the bathroom they don't believe in lights in that damn house for whatever fucking reason. I don't know. They don't believe in lights. They don't believe in locking doors and shit. So if you're walking through the house in the middle of the night, it's pitch black. Okay. There ain't no little um, night lights on in the corner, the plug-ins, whatever. None of that. So I get out of the bathroom, turn off the light, and I'm walking through a black, pitch black hallway. And then I bump into something. And then I'm thinking it's Elias because, you know, whatever. And then I hear like a little laugh, a chuckle or whatever. And it sounds just like Elias. So I'm thinking it's Elias. I was like, damn, dude, you fucking scared the shit. I'm like, what the fuck? Really? Come on now. Um, and then that was the end of it. But that, whoever it was, ended up walking towards the laundry room slash garage. They went down that way. They didn't go into the bathroom. 
So I was like, oh, maybe he forgot to like put finish putting his, the clothes to wash or to dry or whatever, whatever, you know. So I go back into the room and I go lay down and then I lay down on the bed and then I feel something next to me. And I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, what is this shit? I was like, what's going on? What the hell is next to me? I'm like, uh, I just passed the lights in the hallway. So what the fuck could be possibly being laying next to me? And I'm there and it felt like maybe close to a minute or so that I'm there like fucking frozen in fear thinking like, oh my God, how do I fucking, what do I do? Blah, blah, blah. What is this? And then finally when I muster up the courage or not the courage, but I'm, like get my muscles fucking unfrozen and fucking paralyzed fear. I, like, nudge, and I'm, like, slapping my hand on the mattress. I'm like, Elias, is that you? Elias, hello, is that you? Hello, Elias. And then finally he's like, huh, what? And I was like, dude, I was like, is that you really? And he was like, what, Emmanuel? What's, what, what, what are you waking me up for? I was like, dude, is that fucking you? Because I literally just fucking went to the bathroom, passed you in the fucking hallway. Like, so what are you doing here in the fucking bed? Like, are you, like, I'm like, I'm, I was like, I need to turn on the fucking light. And he's like, I'm going to fucking give me my phone, put on the flashlight, whatever, face my fucking... Uh, light from my screen from my phone towards you to make sure that's fucking you. And then he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, dude, I literally just fucking passed you in the hallway. Like, I'm not even fucking kidding you. This is fucking trippy as fuck. And he was like, Emmanuel, I didn't go to the bathroom or I didn't walk out of the room. I was asleep. You just woke me up. And I'm like, dude, I literally just fucking bumped into you shoulder to shoulder like you're walking fucking in public and you bumped on me in the shoulder. That's exactly how it was and that's exactly how it felt. And then I heard the chuckle, which sounded like your laugh or, you know, your the sound of your voice kind of thing, you know? And then he's just kind of like, oh, no. <laughs> or he was just like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, are you sure you just weren't asleep? I was like, no, dude. I did the whole last nine yards, went to the bathroom. Like, I was wide awake, obviously, you know? And then um, he swore up and down that was him. And it couldn't have been him because, like I said, whoever that, whatever I bumped into went to the laundry room or to the, and after it's the garage, so. Either way, they were going out that way. They weren't going to the bathroom or wherever, so there would have, it would have been him coming back and me passing him and then him back in the bed when I'm already there, so I'm just kind of like, yeah, and I was after that, I was kind of like, dude, I don't want to stay here anymore. Like, it's fucking crazy. I want to do that. I'm not about this paranormal nonsense, and that was the major story right there that I was like, I'm good, and that's my last experience. So hopefully that's that, and then that's all. I actually remember that story. I remember it very clearly. That's exactly what the fuck happened. He had the audacity to wake me up and ask if I was roaming around the house like I was just some free roaming bitch that didn't have nothing to do early the next morning. Like, what the fuck? Although, I was a sleepwalker. Yeah. I was a sleepwalking bitch. I was. I was a sleepwalker. Um, but it wasn't me. We're also not going to forget the time that we were in bed sleeping and Emmanuel talks in his sleep, or at least he used to, but he woke up in the middle of the night, started talking to me and I'm like, what the fuck you want? And the bitch woke up, sat up, looked at me and started speaking Spanish. Not only does the bitch know I don't know Spanish, but the bitch himself don't know Spanish. So I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, if this is a spirit, homie, you got the wrong damn house for that one. Because ain't no motherfucker here know what the fuck you saying. Next. By the way, do you guys believe in the afterlife? I don't know if I do or not. I know I believe in the paranormal. I believe in tall grays and all that shit. But I don't know if I believe in an afterlife. 
I kind of think we just, you know, get buried, get burned, whatever the fuck you like. And that's it. Our time is done. We is up, you know. But I wonder if, okay, let's just say there is an afterlife. Do you think we go into the afterlife almost the same? Like, okay, let's say, let's say a crippled person. Do you think a crippled person is crippled in this life and then dies comes back as a different person but still crippled hmm. you think that's reversible or they haven't figured that one out yet they haven't figured out how to you know remove the crippled during the passing i don't know that's weird or like when you see like when old bitches die and then you see their ghosts but they're like 80 years younger like in their prime i'm kind of thinking that maybe we go into the afterlife like the best version of ourselves. and if you're born crippled sorry but your best version of yourself was crippled so I'm assuming we all enter the afterlife as like not being reborn, but just entering the afterlife at like our best self, like at our glow up, at our peak. So for the y'all who don't have a glow up, girl, you better get that. But that'd be fun. I mean, at least I don't, don't want to enter the afterworld. I don't want to be permanently old. If that's the case, I'm just going to off myself now. I'm at, I'm at my peak and I would like to remain this way forever. So if I'm going to go into the afterlife, I want it to be how I am currently. Oh, but yeah, that's a weird thought. I wonder I wonder how that is. Hmm, something for y'all to think about. Also, let's say you do get reborn. And what would you guys want to be put into? Mercedes had brought to my attention that things could be very fucking worse. I could be reborn into... Oh my god, let's say I die and then I get rebirthed. And then I come back as a fucking ginger. Oh my god, that'd be hell. That... Hell, if I were to come back as a ginger, hell is real. Fuck, that'd be my own personal hell. Come back as a ginger? Oh my god, a midget ginger? Are those real? Can someone Google that and uh, respond to me and let me know if those fucking things are real or if you have ever seen one? Midget gingers. Oh, I'm gonna start. Oh, I'm gonna get real religious because I need to start praying. If I die and I get rebirthed into a midget ginger, no fucking thank you. I'd rather burn in hell for the rest of my life than come back as a midget ginger. Oh my god, an albino midget. Okay, somebody's gonna have to Google that too and let me know if those exist. Um, if they do exist, I am pretty sure none of those have been allowed on camera because if somebody sees one of those little fuckers walking around in the street, they probably go into cardiac arrest. I would definitely go into cardiac arrest straight from fear of seeing one of those fuckers walk around the street. I mean, midget gingers and albino midgets, fuck that. I used to think I was never scared of anything and that nobody can scare me. Put one of those little fuckers in front of me and the job is done. Okay? Oh, that's a new phobia. Oh my god, speaking of crippled and all that stuff like that, let me tell you guys something that happened. It was so embarrassing. I wanted to slice myself wrist to wrist right there in the moment. So I work at a shoe store that also sells apparel. And, you know, a lot of people, a lot of different types of people, all of the above. They all come in looking for shoes. Everybody needs shoes. Except a loophole, this individual. So I was just, you know, sitting there doing my job. And somebody comes into the store, you know, rolls into the store. And, but has their back towards me. So I, you know, being the great customer service person that I am, walk up and I'm like, hey, like, do you need help with anything? Do you need a size and some shoes? Like, what are we looking for, boo? Oh, my God. 
He stops, turns his fucking wheelchair around. No legs. No fucking legs. No fucking legs. And I had just asked him if he needed a fucking shoe size. Oh, if he could kick me, he would have. Sorry, that one's going to go down well. I should take that one out. But we're not. But yeah, so then I was like, oh, we got some shirts on sale. Look at these shirts. They're $9. Look at this one's 19 Like, if you need anything, go ahead and let me know. I will help you out. Okay? Luckily, he just rolled right on out of there. And then Emmanuel says, oh, maybe it was for his prosthetic. Bitch. Are prosthetics all size fits all? Like, he needs to, he still needs to put, fit some shoes on his aesthetic, or, is that even how you say it? Prosthetic. What the fuck is an aesthetic? Okay, his prosthetic, I mean. Yeah. So, he still needs to try some shoes on his prosthetic. I don't know. That was fucking weird, but it was one of the most embarrassing and cringy moments of my fucking life. Now I'm gonna come back as a midget ginger with no legs. That's gonna be my karma. And the afterlife. Fuck me. I'm gonna be a midget ginger with no legs. I'm gonna have to start doing some community service. I need to start doing like toys for tots or Thanksgiving dinners for the homeless or something. I gotta give back, guys. I gotta give back. And it's gonna take a lifetime to even give back a fraction that will equal up to the amount of shit that I talk. Well, what the fuck? Okay. Well, I don't wanna keep you guys any longer. I got shit to do today. Um, I also am going to see on how I can give back to my community or if I can start praying to the Virgin Mary or the Pope or whoever the fuck you pray to. And I am going to see about fixing everything I've messed up in my 30 years of living. Hmm. I'll let y'all know how that goes. Um, if you guys have any comments, questions, concerns, probably not concerns because I don't give a fuck about your concerns, but questions comments ideas if you guys have ideas ideas guys come on or just want to comment on this fucking shit show of an episode go the fuck ahead and tell me your guys's paranormal experiences come on i'll even read them out on one of the episodes yeah email me at cancel me at sipsies.com and also go to the sipsies instagram for the fuck shows that can't spell that is s-i-b-s-t-i-e-s so go ahead and email me, follow the Instagram, download the show, rate the show, follow the show, review the show, share the fuck out of the show, and I will catch y'all next thirsty fucking Thursday. In the words of Whitney Port and her husband Timmy, peace in the streets, y'all. This bitch is out.